0: Gira can hit them.
1: Did! what a goal by Zoltan Gira.
2: And still Baptista, yes! It's Kavai, it's fantastic! One from David Villar, oh, great finish!
0: He's done just that, he scored! Juninho's done it! Jakubu making another glimpse of goal here!
2: Hello and welcome to the Streets Don't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney. And as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co hosts, two men who, after the success of their album earlier this year, are releasing a football Christmas album, including hits such as Santa Cazal Coming to Town and Rudolph the Red Nosed Van Nistelrooy. It's Ben Woolley and Harry Martinez.
1: <laughs> I mean, the first one of those was pretty good.
2: You've Thank reached you. for <laughs> f-ing Van Nistelrooy. Van <laughs> <laughs> look oh, look man. honestly it needed some work i can only apologize Let's he's had on. a
1: week to work on this as well he's,
2: not, no, he's, had, he's had two weeks off and he gives us that yeah sorry sorry Bloody. I'll, I'll try better next time do you know what when you're at when you're at rock bottom the only way is up mate exactly talking of being at rock bottom who is handing out the andy kaz of the week award
1: <laughs> oh we have something special this week oh go on so uh First up, there's an honourable mention for is it the Hamburg keeper? Yeah, yes, for scoring possibly the greatest own goal you'll ever see. slams it underside of the bar as well. Beautiful finish. It's a, it's a rapturous finish. I love it. However, this week the Andy Kaz of the War of the Week award goes to none other than the FA Cup third round draw. <laughs> oh yes, because uh, when they were doing the draw. They've had something happen, which is quite simply incredible. Leeds United have been drawn away from home for the 13th time in a row.
0: Yeah,
1: I did see (laughs) this. I did see this. They haven't played a home FA Cup draw since 2015. Would you like to know what the odds of this happening are? Yeah, go on. One in 8,192. It had a probability of 0.0122%. That infinitesimally small, and the FA Cup has done it. And it's Is broken the, these, a record
2: in the process. Are these statistics you've worked out or somebody else worked out? No, mate, I went on the internet for these. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I didn't. I was going to praise you for sitting down and working it out if you had done it, but fair enough. Absolutely <laughs> not. To put that in context, you'd
0: get much better odds on that happening than Leicester win the league the year they did. Yeah. yeah.
2: By 3,000 more. The FA Cup draw is probably closely followed by um, the World Cup draw. Sorry, the Euros draw with the with the sex noises.
1: It's oh, been a great yeah. week for draws. Oh, yeah. Top
2: quality. <laughs> All we need so is Rod Stewart uh, do doing the Scottish Cup draw now and the week is sorted.
1: It was nice of them to find some time in the FA Cup draw schedule when they're not giving the Manchester clubs piss-easy draws to you know break a record every
2: now and then. Very so true. It can be this week's Andy Kaz of the week. Congratulations to the FA Cup for third round draw. Never thought so. It joins the (laughs) likes of
1: Lionel Messi and Emmanuel Aboué. No,
0: No, it joins the likes of Harry Kane
1: and Andy Carroll himself and (laughs) Didier Deschamps. That's an elite front three, that.
0: Harry Kane,
2: Andy Carroll and the FA Cup third round draw. (laughs) Didier Deschamps at the back. (laughs) Yeah, Didier Deschamps sitting in the hole pinging passes to that front three. Any team's in trouble. (laughs) Well, Boys, I would like to uh, to give you... I, I'd originally written this down as some good news, but in the past hour, it has also become bad news. So the good news... Oh the good news, Christmas has come early for Pascal Chimbonda. Hey. Scalmersdale 1-2-1 against Bury last weekend. But the bad news, and I'm going to read you a statement. Oh, God, this breaking must be serious. news on the podcast. Here we go. This is, this is breaking in the last hour. This is from Scalmersdale oh. United themselves. Pascal Chimbonda has been served with a five-match stadium ban for improper conduct that will take effect immediately. This is in relation to his sending off on the 21st of October during the game against Barnoldswick Town. Pascal would like to state that although he pleaded guilty to the offence of leaving his technical area, he did so with the sole intention of preventing his players from getting hurt in a melee which had developed on the field of play. The club have appealed against the severity of the punishment as it doesn't appear to be proportionate with the offence, particularly as his previous disciplinary record is totally unblemished. The club won't be releasing any further statements until the outcome of the appeal. So Pascal is gone for five games. No! Oh, he's got yeah. five
0: games for walking out of his technical game
2: area. 5 for leaving his technical I'll area. Tell you I tell would never be allowed to manage a game. <laughs> that is ludicrous. <laughs> and to, also, just this for Jim well, Yeah. Mate, but Arteta would be, be four in games
0: track. into the season and he'd be racking up a, a lengthy ban that would extend
1: for three years. We've never seen I love again. that they say that Chimbonda's got a unblemished disciplinary record up to this point. This he's only so totally managed for eight games, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literally, I think that might have been his first game in charge. <laughs> oh, dear. Bloody hey, at least they got a win and he hasn't been sacked.
2: Yeah, this is true. He's going to spend uh, one, these next five days
1: partying with the fans in yeah. the stands.
2: Good on him. Well, he's not allowed in. It's a stadium ban, not a touchline ban. It is, isn't it? He's not even well, allowed in the, the stadium. Pub. Good it on can't him. Be the pub. We'll be there with him.
1: Yeah, we'll ask him what pub he's I, going to, and we'll do the Christmas special from there.
0: I don't mean to cause offence, but surely the stadium is not that big that he can stand on the road the other side and just shout.
2: They're a stand
0: on the bus in the car park. <laughs> like, surely there's no stands.
2: <laughs> oh well, he's gonna manage the game Black from girl. the club shop mate yeah he's he's got in a bit of trouble but it's all right the winning games that's all that matters
1: we love a bad boy on this podcast
2: we, we do. do uh harry i believe you've got something for us yeah uh i'd like to take you back to
1: the, um
0: the game at uh at everton the other day which alejandro gone actually was called that screamer uh you know the one no, I'm i've about. never
2: seen it mate um
0: obviously this was off the back this was off the back of uh, Everton getting deducted the ten points, causing you know the whole rally of the crowd and funding a lot of money only to go one nil behind inside what what was it five ten minutes? With like an that. excellent goal as well. But I found something absolutely class. So they posted pictures of the corrupt fan, the corrupt signs that the fans were holding up around the stadium, um, and they had a picture and one of them there's a guy holding a blue banner up with the Everton badge and the FA badge underneath it says Corrupt. And someone replied going, the fella holding the Corrupt banner in the enclosure always used to shout at Leighton Baines, don't hit the first man when taking corners. Apparently one day Baines turned round to him and said, I hear you say that in my sleep. <laughs> <Can
2: you imagine? laughs> I like that. That's <laughs> crucial
0: advice, man. Middle of the game, Leon Baines turns around and goes, Mate, shut the f- up. I hear you all the time.
2: <laughs> what is it we always say? If you hit the first man from a corner, you should receive a fine.
1: It should be a cymbit. Hey. It should be a
2: bucket. It should be a bucket. Yeah. You should be a jackal for the game
1: for ten minutes. Can you imagine League Two football? Each team would finish with like three players on the pitch. Yeah, true. <laughs>
0: the other thing I've got for you is I don't know if you have ever seen the story of Andre B uh, BK, the former Redding. Right-back, left-back, right? Uh, On his personal life section on uh, Wikipedia... I love a personal life. We love a personal life. In April 2007, it was reported that BK had a Portuguese wife and that he was a fan of British food and comedy, particularly Mr. Bean. I have always enjoyed watching English comedy programs on TV. Mr. Bean is the best. He is a crazy man. I bought the DVD as soon as I came to Redden and watched it every day after training, right? So this gets better where... Uh, Jack Kenmar on Twitter messaged him on Instagram. This came out in two thousand seven. So he, he messaged him on Instagram recently and said, Hi Andre, are you still watching Mr. Bean? He replied, going, <laughs> Yes, mate, of
1: course I am. <laughs> I love it. I'm a
2: fan of Mr. Bean. Ah, oh, he's a crazy man. Oh, you love to see yeah. it.
1: <laughs> I just that's, love gonna him. Be, that's gonna be in next week's culture
2: back Corner. Random statements footballers have made. Ember like, <laughs> yeah. bar with the strawberry syrup. I'm sure there was a player who went to either Villa or Birmingham and said they were learning English by watching Peaky Blinders.
1: <laughs> oh, God, I'm
2: going to find you a good list. Don't worry.
0: Oh God, unbelievable! Who was the one who? Um... Oh, Victor Wanyama
1: with the... <laughs> with the spaghetti, of course. Oh, it was nice though. It was nice. It
0: oh, was, and the, uh,
1: the what the? Is a wank. <laughs> well, you could have like a whole Ibuese segment. In fact, we have had a whole Ibuese segment have had said, it, he yeah. Said.
2: Yeah. We could Yeah. We could do episode after episode, quite honestly. It's just a never-ending list. Welcome back to the Abues Won't Forget podcast. <laughs> That's going to be the spin for it. Uh, ben, Living have you got it. something for us as well, I believe?
1: Yeah, I do. So... These last couple of weeks, as I've told you, boys, I've had no heating in my house. and it yeah, have been an- heard you moaning about it on and on and on. It was minus four this weekend, man. I mean, I, I had care. heating by then, which was put nice. A blanket, but...
2: Put another jumper on, as your dad would say. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, go got a plumber around to do the job, and uh, he's here during the day, and I'm off work, so I'm playing a bit of football manager. And he walks into the room I'm in to check the radiator, and he takes a look at the, the computer, and he goes, Oh, are you playing Football Manager, mate? And I'm like, yeah, it's the new one. It's just that and he's like, I used to play it all the time. We're talking Championship Manager, Football sh- Football Manager back in the day when I was at school. And he starts telling me a couple of stories about how he used to play. They had this online league when it was in its early stages. Him and his mates, and uh, the way they decide if they both if they all wanted a player is they'd meet up at school. And they bid with actual pennies for the player in real life.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: And whoever obviously put in the most got the player. And I thought, right, this is great. This is wild. And then he goes, it got to GCSE time. And we have this online league going. And you know, if you're the host, you can force advance the game.
0: Yeah, of course. Yes. He yes. was
1: so worried about one of his mates doing that. That he skipped out on his GCSE exam to go home and play football manager just in case he's <laughs> over the seat.
2: Oh yes.
1: I couldn't believe amazing. it. It was like we're we're committed to the game, right? We're that <laughs> <black> committed.
0: Only <laughs> f- football manager.
1: I know, oh. and then the guy he finishes the job and I'm like, Cheers, mate, so many invokes. He's like, Yeah, I will. I'm gonna go home and buy and buy football manager now. I'm like, oh, you I've made been... this guy's day." Yeah.
2: You've you've made him relive his childhood. That is a, such a brilliant story. I love it. Yeah, I love it. it. You wouldn't
0: believe it. His hourly rate
1: that he spent at your house has got him
2: the yeah. money to get him Football
0: Manager. <laughs> That's what <laughs> it
2: is.
1: Yeah, it probably cost me an extra sixty quid. The amount of time we spent talking about Football Manager. So.
2: The thing is, that's like a universal, well, I wouldn't say not universal, but there's loads of stories out there about people missing important parts of their life or like relationships ending because of football manager. I there's, <laughs> there's so few games that have that effect on somebody's not get. Life. That's what I was going to
0: say. You don't get that anywhere else. Like You don't get people dressed in a suit serving a touchline ban at the top of a ladder.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do, Pascal Chimbonda. I mean, there's only there's it's only true. one game that got us in our uni living room, being a suit, you in a tracksuit, mate. So <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> uh, quick, quick question, boys. We're, we've not really discussed football manager th- this year's football manager. Who are we all managing at the moment? Uh,
0: I'm deeping Rangers in, I think, the ninth tier of oh, English football. Me. Oh, you yeah, love to see fast. it. Had Freddie Sears up top. He retired mid season, left me without a striker for about eight games.
1: I am currently at Edinburgh City in the third tier of Scotland. But I've got big news, boys. We've only gone and won the league. We've Uncompleted it, mate. Championship, here we come. We're still semi professional, so I've got no money.
2: But you, you two have started way lower than I have. But here we are. <laughs> Where yeah, are, are you? Are you really to go I, 10th am, I am currently at Sunderland and have just got promoted to the Premier League. <laughs>
1: Oh, we'll see you oh, crying no, on Netflix in no time then, mate.
2: You know, you know, you know you were saying about people people wearing suits to manage the games and stuff. I'm currently recreating Sunderland till I die in my living room.
1: It's just <laughs> you blasting out EDM for six hours a day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually got to a point where I looked at my account uh of my the money I have and I had more money than than the team I'm managing currently because oh, nice so low yeah.
2: down see you. you're currently bankrupt in the club, love to see it yeah,
1: I'm bankrupt in the club because I misread a loan deal so that was quite fun. Oh god. I thought we were paying him £400 a week I clicked it, we're paying him four grand a oh, week nice. the entire rest of the wage budget yeah. ended up to three point six.
0: pounds <laughs> 6 uh, Literally you, you get down to 10th tier and no one has money and you don't make money you just hemorrhage
2: Oh, yeah, fantastic. What it was a good game. fun. What a game. Anyway, let's move on to the main part of the episode because we've noticed we're short of a central defender in the streets where we've got a hall of fame. So this week, we're going to vote in a centre-back. And I think I've got just the man for the job. After arriving at Chelsea as a promising youngster back in 2010, there was the expectation that this man would go on to become one of the best defenders of his generation. But what actually happened was a decade of carnage and chaos that turned him into the benchmark for embarrassing errors and daft decisions. A man who is truly streets won't forget, Mr. David Luiz. Yeah. 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 For whatever reason, this man deserves a shout. Now, I've noticed Ben's booing, and before we enter any kind of discussion on David Louise, I want to state this publicly, mostly due to his time at Arsenal. I f- hate this man. I despise <laughs> him with such a passion. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's great. There, there's, there's a very rare occasion when you see your team linked with a player and you put your head in your hands and think what the f- are we doing when we signed David unless Lewis, you're an Arsenal fan yeah, well when we signed David <laughs> that's Luis, a once
1: a season occurrence that was for one us, of man. those moments
2: it, it was never going to turn out well was it an aging error ridden centre-back it's just it got Arsenal written all over it and it was just bad from start to finish really
0: it's a ball-playing defender that's got a ball playing defenders mistaken them. Yeah. do you know what yeah. I mean it's a In- ball
1: playing <laughs> defender who wants to be a ball playing midfielder
2: yeah yeah. it just doesn't quite happen does it him alongside it was- Mustafi was genuinely the stuff of nightmares
1: honestly I reckon it's taken at least 15 years off my life 100% he's the only man I've ever seen get sent off and give away a penalty for f- being tripped up Yeah, but only David Louise could manage that <laughs>
2: That, that has reminded me. Do you remember when the Premier League returned during lockdown and the first game was Arsenal against Man City at the Etihad?
1: Oh, nice. Arsenal lost 3-0.
2: And David Luiz came on as a 24th minute yeah, substitute shocker. for Pablo Mari. And in just 25 minutes, he became the first player to receive a red card, concede a penalty and commit an error leading to a goal in a Premier League match for five years. And he did it in 25 minutes. <laughs> How has he managed that? Absolute
1: disaster class.
2: The thing about him is, he was kind of endearing in the way he played and the fact that he constantly, even when he was making a mistake, still had had this big grin on his face. I didn't want to hit him at times when I saw it. There was something about him that you couldn't help but slightly like. The iconic image.
1: Yeah, it's him lying on the floor, having just gone down after being fouled in inverted covers. And he's peeking through his hands, absolutely kissing himself. Didn't he get Raphael's on that side of it's great? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He he kind of had a love for the game, didn't he? Like he's a f- house and it's great. If he just played for any other team, I'd be so on board. You know, if he still if he
0: if he wasn't a professional footballer, he still would have gone down to the fiver side and just snapped people's legs for the
2: fun of it. He's that kind of bloke. Why he never got changed permanently into a defensive midfielder, I'll never know. I would never about know. To because... say, it's like, you look at the likes of Trent now and you
1: go, What on earth are they playing him in defence for he can't defend? And it's exactly the same with David Luiz. Yeah. The man, any time you were in possession, he was basically on the edge of the opposition box already. He wanted to take every free kick. Imagine, imagine him under Guardiola now.
0: Imagine him doing that libero of just stepping up out of defence like John Stones and a Akanji do. It'd be unreal. There's a
2: difference between stepping out of defence yeah. and chilling on the, opposition's, on the edge of the opposition's box. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, true. He was never, ever where he should have been.
1: I can conj- genuinely, the list of people I want as a last man less than David Louise has like two names on it. Conveniently, both play for Arsenal, but we move. Yeah. He, in his early
0: career, though, from Benfica, Chelsea, and that, uh, that move to Paris Saint Germain, in that period, I actually thought he was a very good player. And I thought he was going to be a really good centre defensive mid. And then he just went back to centre back. And I was like, what are yeah. you doing? The man, the man had a lot of quality
1: on the ball and scored some bangers. Oh, he did. But like midfield, he had everything you need in that defensive mid spot because he had some limited defensive awareness. He was too error prone to be the last man, but he could make a tackle every now and then. He wanted to step up with the ball. He was physical.
2: Yeah, I don't know why he wasn't playing in center defensive mid. That, that clip of him getting cooked by Suarez uh, for PSG when he nutmegs him, yeah. running him, I just kind oh, of gives man. up then and he just retire there and then. Just You've for... been absolutely sent to the shot, hundred percent. What what is also your... was very good for Brazil. Was he? Well, I mean, it was,
1: but the defining memory for Brazil is the 7-1.
2: Yeah. Didn't he score against Colombia in the quarterfinal and then drop that absolute disaster class in the semis?
1: did he score, score for, against Colombia and then go f- crazy in the celebration? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, a, a World, like, a World Cup in your me. home
2: country, I can understand why he celebrated oh, like that. I, I won't berate him for no. that, but it's... Kind of funny when you then drop a stinker the next game. Disastrous. Points
0: yeah. to James Rodriguez, who basically gets to move to Real Madrid off that. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. And then drops a seven-one. It is David Luiz. Oh,
2: extraordinary goal! Two hundred million people have just jumped in the air simultaneously. Unbelievable. What is your what's your most memorable David Luiz moment? Oh, oh, there's so many. Yeah.
1: It's like it's almost it's a tale of two Louises for me. Yeah, awesome I, agree <laughs> yeah I agree with you there. Yeah, I agree with you there. Chelsea house days of him like laughing in his hands, and then when he no longer had the pace to make up for his own mistakes playing at Arsenal, it's like it's just constant memories of him giving away penalties or missing tackles, getting sent off for tripping over someone. Like I... everything is just a disaster class with him. I d- I think for me.
0: It's the memories of the free kicks he scored. Yeah. And like have you ever seen the clip of him trying to teach someone how to do? And he's like, just get your knee above the ball. And they're doing it, and he's like, No, that's not right. He said they're like, I can't do it because I'm not a professional footballer, <laughs> mate. That's why.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean at the so time he, was, he he was transfer talented.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he but was he's a just
1: transfer. not as a defender. He
2: was the most expensive yeah, I, defender in the world when he went to PSG. That is ridiculous. That is unbelievable. unbelievable. He was Surpassed by Harry Maguire is quite fun. Oh yes, <laughs> Can you imagine them? To is he still for the ages. Oh god, is he?
0: Um, he's still playing in these he? at Flamengo. Uh,
2: David Luiz. Yeah. Uh, retired I now. So. No, he's still there. Oh, there they go then. The other thing about him is, and we can't not talk about it because it is the overarching bit of David Luiz's image is the hair. hair. <laughs> if, if, oh, yes. if he'd have had like a buzz cut or like a short back and sides. I don't think it, anything he did would have looked as ridiculous, but the the way he looked like Sideshow Bob made everything funnier. <laughs> have
0: you ever seen a picture of him in a Benfica days with a shaved head? He shaved his
2: head recently, did he not? If I remember did right. he? And then,
0: the But the, the, the best thing about it is next to him is Marouane Fellaini, who's also got a shaved head at the time. And a pair of them just decided there and then that the afro was the way they were going to be able to cost more money for other clubs. They were going to be on more money because of the hair. I I I think he's a very good player. I just I think
1: he loved <laughs> about more than he actually loved. <laughs> I think
2: I, I was going to say, you look at, like,
1: the teams he's played for, what he's won in his career. He obviously had the talent somewhere. Whether he was just he didn't give enough of about
2: defending, maybe. But like, if you look at his his honors, you're like he should be too good for this list. Yeah. But if should... you're if you're looking at David Luiz, okay. And you're in the dressing room as the manager and you look at him and you're thinking, he's going to give me a 9 out of 10 be absolutely rock solid today. Or are you thinking there is like a 75% chance he's going to make a horrific mistake and we'll concede a goal? I think yeah. it all depends if you're 1-0 up or not.
0: <laughs> I reckon.
1: <laughs> it flicks a switch for David Luiz. <laughs> yeah, when he knows he's got a of scope to f*** out, he'll yeah. be great. If you are relying oh, yeah. on him for last-ditch tackles in a scrappy like, away game in the snow, not a chance. I think he was obviously loved
0: by the people he played with, though, because I, I remember him when he scored for Paris Saint-Germain against Chelsea. He literally went the whole pitch and celebrated like Adebayor style, and they somehow <laughs> still signed him later on. Yeah, he's a through and through. I reckon his goal, like a goal video of him, is uh, going to have some absolute bangers in it.
1: Some of the yeah, long range free kicks for him. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. You know what I have realized as well. If they put him in midfield in that Chelsea team, we could have had a midfield partnership of David Luis and Ramirez.
0: Yeah, oh, Ramirez has magical. all the
1: running still. A hundred percent. David Luis is still fing off to the other box. Yeah, so.
0: imagine how car- many red card Imagine
2: red cards you'd get if you had David Luis and Matic next to him during that time. <laughs> I mean, <John> Obi- <laughs>
0: John yes.
2: there, is, there is some kind of alternate universe where David Luiz does become the best holding midfielder in the world. I don't know where it is, but there is an alternate universe. I do want to see that. Yeah, He was I un- mean, unbelievable at CDM. He was. 50 but Melwood, I just hate
0: him too much to put him in this list. I think he's a great player, but if he's played for a team that you support, you
1: hate him. Oh, yeah. 100%. What is it with Arsenal all of a sudden and this like stable of ageing Chelsea rejects? they decided to buy. None of them make any sense to me. I mean, Havertz isn't in the ageing category, but he was... Oh, man, well, well, that he's makes no he's sense. cooking
2: now. I'll leave him alone. Come on.
1: <laughs> he's, he's hit his yearly bout
0: of four. Dog. He's fine. It's, it, somehow, you manage to sign players, and none of them
1: work out From them. We managed Pest to sign to arguably the best Premier League goalkeeper of all time, the world's most expensive defender, William.
2: He
0: was shit for you and now he's good again somehow.
2: <laughs> the Premier League's best ever key for the most expensive defender and William.
0: Shit <laughs> to build be that
1: before him, it just made no sense.
0: <laughs> At the time William was like well, he was aging, but he was a great player for
1: Chelsea. He was absolute sh- for you. Yeah, he was. Did can-
2: he just get break,
0: like three assists in
1: you. his first game and then did nothing else?
0: Yeah. William Gallas <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah the, I remember the tweet that went out where it was like, when William was leaving the club, he was like, William, thanks for the three assists at Fulham, but f off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on before I start having a serious breakdown. Harry, who have you got? I've gone literally down the same route, mate. If you're talking about Brazilian centre backs for Chelsea that managed to score free kicks and absolute bangers, I think I've got another one that's more forgotten.
2: I've got Alex. I, see, I, well, argue. I think Ooh. Alex was actually a solid, reliable defender. He
0: was a decent player. A decent player.
2: Considerably less hair. David <laughs> Luiz <laughs> yeah. <mean>, stole <laughs> it all.
0: <laughs> Not only did he play for Chelsea like, like David Luiz did, but also had the time at Paris Saint-Germain. Um, and for a centre-back, I think he's, he's got 42 goals in his career in 361 games. I think that's quite a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No? How I many's has David Louise got? David Luiz has not got anywhere near that amount. Put it this way, Alex has hit double figures twice in a season. Um,
1: That's when I you think... find out
0: the, uh, the oh, overpowered
1: he... quarter routines of he, football did managers. You say he's hit <laughs> double figures twice in a season? No, sorry, not he's at double figures at a club yeah, season twice. I'm guessing he's at double figures at I a club. You said he
2: hit double figures in two uh-oh. separate seasons. I, like, I did, what? I did, I got that's it wrong. Say, he got,
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a goal scoring record <laughs> from Santos. <laughs> he,
2: he got 14. He's actually not wrong in 2003. He got 10 goals in 40 games for Santos, so there you go. Oh, yeah, he did, he did. 14 in 78 for Santos, he got 11
0: in 84 for PSV. Like, he does score a lot of goals. Um, yeah. And has the nickname the tank, which yeah. I think suits him well. I was going to say just kind of <laughs> ran like dominated the place. That
2: stick in my mind about Alex, he was f- massive. He had an absolute traction engine of a right foot, and he was bald. Oh yeah. yes, which is such it's a iconic
1: like, trio. I think he
2: yes. was like if Adriano was a centre back.
0: It just kind of had that brute force about him that if you saw, if I saw him Is running, the me, closest
2: we'll ever get to your Yakubu at centre back experiment. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: I saw him running at me, I'm moving out the way.
2: Oh yeah, you're not. You're, you're not just, getting in the water one battle with him.
1: He's absolutely doing you in. No, I've I've got a question for you lads. Who would you rather have taken the long range free kick, Alex or David? Alex.
2: Alex. Yeah, I think Alex just got a way of. David Luiz has got. A-
1: Thunder of a shot in. Yeah, Kevin has the ball down, but,
2: but Alex, Alex, I think Alex is hitting it harder. Yeah, true.
1: It's Alex. It's Alex. Oh, what a goal!
0: Sensational! Oh, wow. Beautiful!
2: What a beauty! Two-two, and Chelsea have come back from the dead here. Absolutely incredible strike.
0: I don't ever remember a time where Alex played a game and,
2: and at the end of the game people were like, he was Do you know what? I mean, I, yeah, he's,
0: he, was, he, was he was a, a good
2: center off. Yeah. yeah, he was a steady he, He's that kind of player who's going to give you seven out of ten every week.
1: Every week, yeah. yeah he's maybe, he's maybe not would flashy goal. in his play style. He's not like... He's not that Brazilian style that David Luiz probably embodies more. He's just a solid he player. He the
2: least Brazilian Brazilian centre-back ever.
1: Yeah. Before the podcast, we were sat and we were like, "Why don't? Why aren't there many that we think of are being good at defending?" And it's because they they don't give a. Shit. but hey, no, man, lads. But Alex actually did. I've
0: just found I've just found his other nickname, and this is brilliant. Oh, no. oh yes, the Canon of Villa Belmiro. Oh, I love it! I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> so this is more of
1: like eagle of the Azores. Shit.
0: Get out of here with that man. <laughs> he's won. He's won a lot of you know a lot of trophies. Um, I'm surprised Mourinho got like, loaned him out when he got to Chelsea? Because you think he's, he is a Mourinho player, really, isn't he? Like, massive, sticks himself yeah. into any challenge possible and is happy to play out as well. But
1: Mourinho also just loves to fall out with players for no reason. He does, yeah. So <laughs> i much mean, twice. Did, he,
0: he did come back after PSV and he went, you know what, let's actually start playing him. Um, yeah. And so I, th- th- I think he's a very underrated centre-back.
1: I think that is the thing, is that because he was that solid, reliable, steady hand at the back, you don't really talk about him. Because as a defender, if you're just good, you don't really get the same recognition.
0: Not only that, but he had John Terry and Ricardo Carvalho ahead of him. So Very true. Yeah, you're not going to get as much game time as you should when you've got two of the
2: best. I would agree ever. that he is Streets Won't Forget, but I've just seen something about him that would have made him even more Streets Won't Forget. Did he win the Intertotal Cup? On December 3rd, 2011, Alex submitted a transfer request at Chelsea, which was accepted. He had been subject to a bid from Queen's Park Rangers. Oh, can you imagine? The move, however, broke down after both parties failed to agree personal terms as QPR couldn't match his wage demands. and Alex stated he didn't want to stay in England. He could have joined the travelling circus that was Queen's Park Rangers in the early 2010s.
1: Can you imagine? He goes from Chelsea playing for Mourinho, yeah. to QPR and playing for Mark Hughes. Incredible. Yeah,
2: or yeah, he could have gone Mark Hughes and QPR or Carlo Ancelotti at PSG. I think he made the right decision. Him <laughs> and Chris Samba at centre back. Can you imagine? <laughs> to be fair, you are not you winning so, a many <laughs> so many goals.
0: So many goals. <laughs> he would have gone there, and he wouldn't. He he we wouldn't be talking about him as a good centre back anymore because he would have had absolute thrown in him every week.
1: <laughs> no, I think You've I, seen, I, I, I don't think a lot on him. Of Rio Ferdinand and Alex. You're like, what year is this?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real Ferdinand, Chris Samba and Alex as a back three. <laughs> Nedim has come from the bench. Like only seventeen caps for Brazil, though that feels really low for somebody of his quality. Like I said, I don't think it's. Be- I think he just wasn't getting enough game time. Well, that he never got settled. That's seventeen caps over nine years as well. That's not. That's not great. Mm. He, he never made over a hundred appearances for a club. No, I was going to say he was at
1: Chelsea for like eight years, wasn't he? And he made eighty-six.
0: Yeah, which. Oof. Like like I said, when you've got the centre-back sh- options they had ahead of him, you can see why he didn't get a lot of game time. But I, that's why I think he's so underrated, is because people forget that
2: he was he part of a squad
0: that and won everything.
2: Good player. Yeah, yeah thoroughly underrated. Shout. I think he's a good yeah. shout. Thanks. I'll take that. Well, who have you got, Ben? No worries, mate.
1: Well, continuing the theme of bald Brazilians, uh, I have a player who I know we all love. A man who needs very little introduction. For me, when you think of a streets won't forget centre half, this is probably him. You want big, powerful centre back. This man is six foot six. Yes, it is of course now though.
2: Lovely, yeah. <laughs> that is a great obviously player.
1: what a player. So well on the Brazilians, lads, we'll keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the ball Brazilian episode. We were so close. <laughs> but Starts his career outplay the RS football classic. And I think the club we probably all remember him from, eventually moves to Europe, was Werder Bremen. He's there for like seven years, stalwart at the back. Yeah. Like, he's one of these, just his size, you can't go round him, you can't go through him, reliable. He had, like, uh, like Alex, not an entirely... Stambolic goal-scoring record either. He called 57 goals in his career. 446. I know. It's
2: a good, yeah. That's a good goal. He goal got 22 for team. Werder Bremen. Love it. He, the he free didn't even take free kicks, did yeah. he? No, he did take free kicks. He did. He did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he of absolutely he of course, yes. smacked them, lad.
1: But, I mean, I think most of his goals came from, as you might expect, just putting the ball within 15 feet of him and the man to get his head on it. Incredible. Do you know what? My favourite thing about his move to Werder Bremen was... The man he was
0: there to replace was Valerian Ismail, which, when you think about that now, well, the Watford manager. I can think of
2: the Watford manager, right, yeah, who yeah. went on to Bayern Munich. You want to know who he who he formed a centre back partnership with? Yes, and I absolutely love it. It's the, the land of the giants, the big <laughs> German. What a centre back partnership that is! You are conceding no oh, man, goals from crosses all season. And you know who else is in that team? Did I have met Zelda? Diego. Diego. Torsten Fring. Oh he yeah, what a team that is.
1: Werner Roman in the Streets Won't Forget era. He is a Streets Won't Forget player. Like, he's got the FIFA factor as well. He was in every single Bundesliga team you made for about eight years.
0: Was the Bosnian that you had a couple of weeks ago, Dan, also part of that team? Uh, no, he was Wolfsburg. Oh, oh wait, he he might have played good. with him at Wolfsburg afterwards. Might have done. Possibly. Did he play with Edin and Jekyll and Graffiti then? Can you what? I, <laughs> this no, man has played God. with some absolute ballers. I balls. think it may
2: have been afterwards he went to Wolfsburg.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> he didn't go till 2012. Yeah, I might have had Jekyll, though. No, maybe. God
2: knows. The you one know thing way, I am played with some absolute ballers. Yeah, I am going to say. I think we should rename this episode the Cannonball Free Kick Method episode because his Wikipedia says (laughs) he was well known for his set-piece skills and according to Dunga, who coached him at the 2007 Copper America, he could hit a ball in excess of 60 miles an hour using the Cannonball Free Kick Method associated with fellow Brazilians Roberto Carlos, Adriano, Alex and David Luiz. So basically, (laughs) what we've done is we've... We we picked free kick taking centre backs.
0: We've literally gone right, Dunga. What did you say about ten years ago, mate? This is the Dunga <laughs> episode. The
1: Dunga what, episode. What? Why I love a bit further down right is that they gave him the nickname the Beast at Werder Bremen, or also a fantastic nickname. But he says he shared the nickname with players like Julio Baptista, Adebayo Akinfenwa, Jonathan Parkin, and Brian Jensen. John <laughs>
2: oh, Parkin! It's not the John Parkin. Oh,
1: it is Parkin. the John Parkin. Okay? It is the John Parkin. Why John Parkin and Naldo in the same team? <laughs> <laughs> and he was described as probably the most talented defender in Brazil. I mean, what more praise do you possibly need?
2: Yeah, I, I think because he never played in England... Absolutely underrated, but he was a fantastic defender, like a properly good defender. Yeah,
1: like he he had everything you'd want in a centre half. He was tall, he was physical, strong, he was good on the ball, he could use both feet.
0: I I think because he didn't play in England, his FIFA factor is remembered more for him than his actual footballing ability.
1: Yeah, because it's not just that he didn't play in England; he didn't really play on the international stage.
2: Yeah, no, because he only past- made
1: you got four caps for brazil that is and that was in 2009 uh, 2007 shocking. to 2009 i mean you think you look at that that brazil team you know they've never been particularly deep at center back it's always arguably been their worst position how are you not calling up the likes of naldo oh absolutely i guess what around the time play? he's there what lucio's probably still playing oh unbelievable player and- no. Thiago Silva possibly coming through Thiago Silva, yes I'd say you're calling up the likes of David Luiz I'm starting Naldo over him at centre-off yeah, yeah, you not in CTM but at centre-off, 100%
0: yeah, but the world saw David Luiz as this unbelievable ball yeah, you've ball move to
1: Chelsea and PSG you could him as a
0: midfielder, you f- idiots <laughs> oh mate, you would have had him, Ramirez and Paulinho in the midfield, yeah, f***ing hell f- if you imagine
1: that. I man. do
2: absolutely love the Naldo Perma Asaka partnership at Werder Bremen. It is just like the land of the giants. But I imagine running again, running at those two would be like being chased down by two newborn giraffes. Like they might fall over at any point. When Bertozzi was younger, he was a sprightly lad as oh, well. Yeah. He, could move. yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. So you
1: see these two. F- Man, mountains charging you down when you're trying to run in behind. Oh, my God, I myself.
0: <laughs> I, like, I like the thing, though, that his, his managerial career isn't going as well as his playing career is. and His Schalke assistant in 2020, they then went through the worst season of their lives
2: and have kept falling ever since. I don't imagine that's his fault. Uh, he's the assistant
1: <laughs> there. He's got to take some responsibility. Oh, Harry, how much responsibility do you give your assistant manager on Football Manager? Uh, enough i think is the answer exactly one. <laughs> <laughs> when you win the league you're not going thank god for his like eight man management jesus we wouldn't have done you it without this
0: him. i once had a chance trans- uh, i once had a story come out where they praised my physio for winning the league and i was
1: like what the f- is this <laughs> yeah, if you go on holiday and your uh staff take over they give them the credit instead i'm like you know not fair enough you know what? The worst thing about it
0: is I don't, I, this is what I don't get. When you have a player this good who's the assistant at a club that's struggling, just f-ing play him. Like, how hard is it? Like when Frank <laughs> Lampard was at Everton and they
2: were dog. Just play yourself. It's not that hard. Also, another thing I've just noticed is we, we mentioned Per Murtazaka and, and him being now the centre-back partner. At Hooventude in 2004, his centre-back partner was none other than a young Thiago Silva. Wow. Oh, madness. Yeah, There you are. They've already had the, the togetherness why didn't they play in Brazil together? I say a young Thiago Silva. Naldo is a year older than Thiago Silva is. It just doesn't feel like it.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't.
2: Thiago Silva is yeah, still playing. I was about to say. Naldo
1: is now forty-one. <laughs>
2: yes, and Thiago Silva is forty. And he's still <laughs> he's still playing. Yeah, it. mate. That's,
1: that's mad.
2: Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> Naldo out of retirement. God knows Chelsea might need it.
0: So we just can we just
1: acknowledge the fact that Thiago Silva is still playing
0: at... I know it's not the top level in terms oh, no, of challenge. If it's oh, in the top it's the team, Premier League, he's playing he's at the top absolute team.
2: top level at the age of thirty-nine and still but doing well. He is. I say, but should he be? I mean, <laughs> yes, he's probably one of the better players <laughs> in that team right now. You can't tell me that, we got that is true. Out I agree, but also, if that team doesn't look great yeah, right now. You can't tell him if we got Ronaldo out of retirement, it wouldn't wouldn't be any worse if they played him a centre back at Chelsea with Thiago Silva. Come on. No, I'd, I'd like to see it. be here for it. No, Absolutely. Levi Cole will this. Levi Cole will that. Don't care. Get <laughs> Naldo in.
1: Look, if you have Naldo in our team, you wouldn't be 10th, that's all I'm saying. Get
2: Mertesacker back. Have, have that you elite be, back three. need to be 18th or second. <laughs> that is the slowest back three on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not, you're not winning
1: a single ball in the air against that. 100%. Oh you're God. getting someone rapid in
2: goal just so just so they can <laughs> rush out at every they opportunity. Louise in front of them is fine. They've got Robert Sanchez, the world's quickest goalkeeper, so they'll be fine. It makes great music too. <laughs> <laughs> me. Right. I, think, I think I, I think we should have a vote know. before Harry continues singing. <laughs> yes, copyright. <laughs> I say like, I'm not
1: getting us a copyright strike for singing that bad either. Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know who I'm gonna vote for here. I'm completely undecided. It is a tough one, because two of these players I'd happily put in. David Luiz can f- off and then f- off again. <laughs> David Luiz is streets won't forget for all the oh, shit, Harry, let's, let's, he let's vote at
2: David Luiz just to piss him off, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Personally, right, I think I might go first here. Well, go on, then. I think it is really tough. I don't think they're worthy of all three being voted in.
2: N- I just no. don't think
0: that's... No. I don't think that's right. But I think... Going off, streets won't forget watching him play, the fact he's criminally underrated and a very good
2: player. And I just had a bit of a love for him. I am going to vote Alex. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad choice. I think I, don't think... I don't think there is a wrong choice. Mm, I think... and we're On this podcast, we're all about giving players who don't get the credit they deserve the credit they deserve. So, with that in mind, I'm going to go for Naldo. Criminally underrated player.
0: I think between the two of them, you could, you could, it's picking straws, isn't it, really? Like they're both criminally underrated. Naldo got, has the FIFA factor, I guess, that boosts him a little exactly. bit. Exactly. I'm going to go for Naldo. Sure, I
2: do not
1: have a chance to do the funniest thing in the world and vote for David Luiz. You, oh, no, you, you. you look at them, you're like, Alex is so underrated. Incredible defender. Doesn't nearly get the credit he deserves. But I think everything that I like about Alex, I like about Naldo more.
2: Oh, yes. Fair enough. For me,
1: as I said, I think he is that streets won't forget defender. Like, when you fair say enough. to me center back, Naldo is the first one I think of. Okay, fair enough.
2: Well, congratulations my, to my Naldo. My first choice was Alex all day.
1: Yeah, well done, Naldo.
2: Deserved spot we finally got a centre-back in there.
1: God knows we need one, looking at some of the rest yeah, of this yeah.
2: team.
0: Just one of the best goal-scoring centre-backs of our time. And do you know, do know
2: what we've done there? I think <laughs> I think we've really done our Hall of Fame manager, Tony Pulis, a favourite. Because a six-foot-six centre-back, he's all over that.
1: I mean, he'll be playing centre-forward within five games. A
2: six-foot-six <laughs> centre-back that can lump it long pretty
0: yeah,
1: well and hit a free kick. Yeah. Tony, Tony Pulis is going <laughs> to be like, like lad, can you take the set-pieces to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Right, get the lap in next
2: week. We're doing we're doing wrong mids <laughs> that have played the lower half prem team. We're disbanding the Hall of Fame and creating Tony Pulis' Dream 11.
1: <laughs> please, can <laughs> we, we do that, that as an episode? It's so awkward when Tony gets sacked from his own Dream team, though, isn't it? So <laughs> We should do
2: that as an <laughs> episode. We, we'll, we'll, we'll make a Tony Pulis Dream 11. Please. Please. <laughs> I'd love that. Uh, well, congratulations to Naldo, I... a, a deserved member of the Strict don't forget Hall of Fame. Well done, mate. Well done. Now we have an end of episode quiz, boys. Oh, go on, on man. Go on. Been a while. It's a pretty, it's... <laughs> is it the start of 11 of baldest players? It is. No, it's not. <laughs> it is, it's a pretty simple one, but I think you're going to find it quite tough. You've got three lives each, as always, and all I need you to do is take turns and name me the 20 highest scoring defenders in Premier League history. Then you can kick us off. Oh. Um, oh, and I'm going to put it out there now. Some unbelievable names on this list. <laughs> Some unbelievable <okay>. names. <laughs> um, I'm going to take a punt on ones that have just been here for a while. I'm going
1: to say John Terry.
2: John no, Terry. I think he's the highest. Is the highest with 41. as yeah. a correct answer. Nice.
1: Um.
2: Do you know what? I'm going to take Gary Cahill. Gary Cahill. Is fourth on the list with twenty-eight.
1: ooh!
2: Mm. It's just awesome all defenders, right? Yes, centre-backs and full-backs. L- Leighton Baines, Leighton Baines. Good shout! Great shout! Incredible shout! Third on the list with thirty-two. Oh, um, oh, I- Ian Hart. Ian Hart got another player with 28 goals. That's a correct answer. Do you know what, Wooly, when you said Leighton Beans, I was like, why am I not thinking of defenders that take set pieces?
1: Funnily enough mate, I'm gonna do the same again. I'm gonna say John Riise. Yeah,
2: you want you want defenders who take set pieces or are quite tall and have played in the league for a number of years. John Arnerisa okay, is a correct answer. He has 21 goals.
1: Jeez.
2: Um, All of these players have 20 or above, by the way. Oh, nice. Craig Dawson. Craig Dawson is a correct answer. He has 20 goals. Branislav Ivanovic. Branislav Ivanovic is a correct answer. He has 22 goals.
1: Nice.
0: Um, I don't know how long he would have been... Uh, Dennis Irwin.
2: Dennis Irwin is not on the list. He is an incorrect really? answer. Harry, you are you down alive. Mm. Back to you, Ben.
1: Mm. I don't think he's long enough to make the list, but he's another goal-scoring fullback, so I want to say it.
2: Uh, Kolarov. Alexander Kolarov. Took a lot of free kick. Yeah, he loved a free kick. Is an incorrect answer. He is not on the list. Nah. Dennis Irwin had 22 league goals, but four of them were scored in the old first division. That's yeah. Uh... That's
0: what I mean. I'm not sure if he was too early.
2: Um, oh, I'll have David Unsworth. David Unsworth second on the list was 38 our john terry got 40. what was oh, it 40. it's nuts in the didn't even take set pieces how many did he have done uh 41 john terry <laughs> <laughs> Hell, that's ludicrous uh kolorov had 11 premier league goals ben alpha oh he's not that far, not far off he's only in the prem for a few years um there's some names we've mentioned already not, none of the three we nominated obviously. But there are some names that have yeah, been David Luiz was not a bad shout you know I could have, I wouldn't yeah, shout that. Yeah, David Luiz is not on the list.
1: Um Marcus Alonso he
2: Marcus Alonso shout. is on the list with 26 goals. 26
1: yeah. I mean he was there
2: for years. You won't you won't, so... you um... won't believe the one player on 25 I'm telling you. <laughs> I will go, Dan Agger. Now a tattoo artist. Daniel Agger is not on the list. He has an incorrect mm. answer. you are down to a single life, Harry. See,
1: now it's, it's
2: getting hard. tough. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's tough to I'm ruling out centre backs for a while. Dan Agger had nine, by the way. I would not rule out centre backs. It's, I, I'd, I'd say it's mostly centre backs unbelievable
1: and you said we've said at least one of them this episode uh,
2: yes there are there are two sorry well two remaining players that currently still play in the Premier League that are on the list currently Van Dyke, Virgil Van Dyke, is on the list Surely with 20 not. goals
0: how the f*** has he got oh Southampton yeah.
2: Any bails to out the Um <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'll have Robert Hooth. Robert Hooth. Premier League a winner with less. Big head. A Lot of goals that season. What a player. He is on the list with twenty-one goals. Ooh. I think I've got another, you know.
1: The only player I can think of who has a chance that we've said today is Gallas. William Gallas. Surely
2: f- not. I'll be f- devastated if it is. Is a correct answer. He has twenty-five goals. Twenty-five Premier League goals for William Gallas. I'm kind of impressed to be fair with him. But I'm I'm
0: gonna have a bit of a rogue shout, yeah. You are I'm gonna you have, you have a bit of a single rogue shout. life. I know, I know, but I, it's you know when you're stuck on a name, and you can't get rid of it. And I think he scored a lot of goals. Paul Sharner former
2: Wigan and West Brom player. Yeah, I know, I know the name. Paul Sharner It's a correct answer. He had 21 Premier League goals. I scored a lot of goals for Wigan. It was massive, if I remember rightly. He scored a lot of screamers.
1: Um. And you said there's, there's another currently playing.
2: Yes. it Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker. Is an incorrect answer. I don't reckon Kyle Walker has got more than ten. You know. I yeah, think he's got about five. I was thinking he's cutting around for years, so he must have scored a few by accident. By he's speed. been on loan at <laughs> a lot of clubs. <laughs> a, a £50 million right-back scoring goals by accident. Love it. <laughs> um, hey, the man's going goal. It's perfectly reasonable. He has... He has 7 Well oh. Um I'm going to go with Jolie and Lescott. To keep Boy. him in the game. I thought it was a good shout. Jonah I thought it was a great shout. shout. I think it's a great shout. He's got 23. 23 and one posted car picture. <laughs> which should count as we'll a goal.
1: call it own goal. A goal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Ben. Single life. Yeah, I know. It's
1: tough. See... I'm thinking of Arsenal players and there's only a couple I can think would reasonably have done it I can think of one I can think of two one purely for Arsenal one who might have been there like I'm going to say Sol Campbell
2: yeah that's the one I'm I'm Arsenal and a bit of Portsmouth yeah I think he scored a fair few Newcastle as well was he not yeah he was Uh, yeah yeah yeah. right to keep him in the game, Sol Campbell Goodness. is a correct answer. He had twenty oh, Ah yes.
1: If I if, if I was a Spurs fan, that would have been wrong. <laughs>
2: um Fami Hippia Also to keep him in the game. Sammy Hippia is a correct answer. 22. I thought I was wrong for sure. 22? Yep. That's got to be more than Havertz is on. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> right, now you've lost your life. Ben, congratulations. You are the winner.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> get you. You Do not insult King Kai on this podcast. He's
1: the goat. <laughs> ben, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, well, well done, mate. Ben, back to you. Um... I'm trying to think of Norwich players and there aren't any Oh wait, yeah that's why <laughs> right. um, Yes, you see that, Seb
2: Bassong might be up there Feel <laughs> free to say years. I can confirm for everybody's sake Seb Bassong is not, as you say Up there <laughs> I wonder how many Prem goals he's got <laughs> Dan, Can you see how many Prem goals he's got Yes How many Prem
1: appearances has he got, that's a better question He's got to, be, he's got to have like nine
2: goals I reckon He's
0: got
1: a better goals to game
2: ratio You watch
0: <laughs> <The> guy Abbotts,
2: <laughs> piss off. Seb Bassong has six Premier League goals. Hey, that's more than Car. He Walker. got he got three. No, it's not.
1: Got, no, it's not. It's one less. He,
2: he got three in his first season at Norwich, which massively helped him out. Well done, nice. mate. That's an elite return. That to be fair. You know what? That was that was that was. So good from
0: him that season, he got captaincy the next season. That's so good that anyway, was.
2: Anyway, let's, let's forget <laughs> about Seb Bassong for now. Ben, have you got an answer for me?
1: I know, I should have been using all this time to think of an answer instead of we were just memeing on Bassong. Um, I'm going to go with an Arsenal player and trust that, I don't know, I'm not making up a load of goals in my head. I'm going to say Laurent Koscielny. Laurent Koscielny. Because he seemed to score
2: not fairly regularly, but he scored. It is a fantastic shout. He has a correct answer with twenty. Oh! Three. Yep. <laughs> you know what it is? I can remember the informs he used to get on FIFA and you only got them for scoring. His goal scoring record was so good, there was not a single season at Arsenal where he didn't fail to score. He had at, le- yeah, he had at least two good. goals in every season at Arsenal. Um...
0: I will have um
2: Ashley Cole Ashley Cole Ashley Cole is not on the list. That is an incorrect ah. answer. Ben is our winner. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you know what? I enjoyed that. That is stressful. Actually, I Cole was it. perilously close to the list. He had 16.
0: Oh. oh. He, he my other shout,
2: but I think it's far too soon, was Stuart Pierce. Stuart Pierce would have been a correct answer with 20. Oh,
1: oh. The
2: players, you, hate the players you didn't get. I reckon there's some good goal scorers. I in can't year. believe I'm going to say this. On 20 goals was Stuart Pearce and Patrick Van
0: Arnholt. Oh, v. V. <laughs> he did have a season where he was unbelievable for Sunderland when
1: he was his Sunderland and then I think Palace so. where he was just incredible. Uh, and he's a, should have thought of that, he's a stalwart of the Yarnamani. Of course, of course.
2: Uh, other correct answers you're going to have, Matt Elliott with 22. A current Premier League player, the current Premier League player, the one you missed was Seamus Coleman with 22.
1: Oh, uh,
2: fair. Dan Petrescu had 23. Uh, Julian Dix, former West End captain, had 24. Right, mate, there's no need for the foul angle. And, <laughs> and the highest scoring player you could have had was Steve Watson with 26, where obviously you missed out on. John Terry was the highest of all. Yeah. 41 for John Terry. Yeah, that is, is nuts. I think that was a good effort, though. Yeah. I think that was a really good effort from both of you. Oh, yeah, I think we smashed it. We played,
0: mate. Uh, it. It seems fitting. Yeah, I, I feel like an Arsenal fan, mate. <laughs> oh, this is how we felt all those years come ago. Somehow, you you thought you got the bad trade with uh, swapping Cole for Galas. He went on to score twenty five, <laughs> mate. So
1: <laughs> I, I think you might have already had a few of those twenty five, to be honest, lad. But I remember one
2: volley for Chelsea scored that was unreal. And anyway, well, hang on, while we while well, before before we finish, you've been slagging off Arsenal the whole time. Can we talk about the the crisis Norwich are in at the moment? What's happening?
0: Eighth. Three wins out of the last four, mate. Yes. I'm not sure
2: about Crisis but anymore. But everybody at the club is acting like it's in Meltdown.
0: Yeah, it is in Meltdown, to be honest with you. What's going I think you've got to play the or...
1: Switch soon as well.
0: Did you hear the story the other day of when... Um, so we had they had their uh, AGM or whatever, and Delia comes out, as Delia does, and says... Where are you? Let's uh, be happy <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where, where's the points? Let's be having them
0: Watching a video the, the other day of Portsmouth being five-one down, and the fans still chanting "Play up Pompey." So when when we were drawing to Bristol City the other day, uh, one-all in the last couple of minutes, our fans started chanting "Play up Pompey." Flag of
2: Delia. I love that. That is brilliant. It's better than on the ball city, yeah. either way.
1: Hey. I mean, it's it's not much better. It's a close run thing to the bottom between those two.
0: (laughs) Picking your favourite out of Bender and Havertz, mate. I'm mending the episode.
2: (laughs) That was another episode of the Streets Won't Forget podcast thank you very much for listening if you haven't already please give us a follow and a five-star rating on spotify it really helps us out and you can follow us on twitter at swf underscore pod or on instagram or tiktok streets won't forget podcast and if you've got anything that you want to tell us about your favorite brazilian defender or your favorite center back either way you can email us at the streets won't forget podcast at gmail.com boys thank you very much for joining me pleasure as always Have a good week, mate. Do you know what? You know what? I think I will. Kai Havertz is going to have an even better week. We'll see you next week. One day later. Here's Havertz and it is 3-3. One, two, three, four. Gira can hit them.
0: Gerdahl! What a goal! By Zoltan Gira, And still Batista, yes!
2: It's Kavar! From David Villal, oh, great finish.
0: He's done just that, he scored. Jadinho's done it.
2: Jakubu making another glimpse of goal here.